That's what Beecher does. That's a candy cat. <laughs> a Gotta wonderful come way to on. start. Yes, sir. Come on with a smile, baby. For sure. Yo, 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 everybody. What's up? Welcome to the 1528 Podcast. It's your boy, Sid. I'll be taking the reins and hosting for the next couple of episodes, few episodes. Uh, so I'm happy, to, I'm happy to be doing this. We have a pretty uh, exciting episode tonight. I hope y'all enjoy it and and stream it and share it with your friends and everybody like that. We want to get the buzz back up. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to check in with my boys. How y'all doing? What up? So, pretty good, You know, man. I can't complain. I'm here. But you will. <laughs> I complain for him. I mean, today was like complain, the most complain is Monday is Tuesday. Man, tell me about it. Man, uh, I don't man tell us a little bit about that uh, the HBCU behind you, Dre. This is the greatest HBCU in the land, um, the Kentucky State University, um, home of the MMT, JT in the building. All day. Who? So section MMT. Up. Mighty Marching Thoroughbred, son. Oh uh, man, y'all better act like y'all know. Okay. Look, he went there and he was like, did not know that's fucking <laughs> <laughs> The um, mighty merchant. <laughs> you missing yeah, another but... t- the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> man, what's you new? About to what's have new? whole band on your back. Okay. It wouldn't be the first time. Boss. Boss. JT know what I'm talking about. Boss. Y'all the niggas. band is coming. The band is coming. Mm. <laughs> anyway, anyway, before we get in more trouble, somebody, somebody gonna hear me with hate mail, and I'm not gonna care. <laughs> like, do, do you know what the band is? I'm gonna be like, okay. Do we ever? Anyway. It ain't the Jubilee, right? It ain't the Jubilee Singers, who is just <laughs> who are who are who are, are we Grammy winners? Oscar? No, Grammy winners. I think something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all got an egot now, huh? Yeah. Y'all, y'all, John Legend. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, hey, game no, recognized game. No, no, you're not. Just no, say, no. Just say no. You're right. <laughs> we got a. I think we got a. I think we even got a hollow, uh, hollow, a Hollywood star. I think. Next. All right. I think. Let me look it up. I'm looking up. Did and you see Dre you, like Dre like? No, y'all don't. <laughs> did you Did you draw it on yourself? Let me, let me look it up <laughs> right. and see. Let me see. The Jubilee thing is that if we got one, if your yeah. Hollywood star is in Compton, it don't count. <laughs> Right, that's where, <laughs> that's Somebody asked that shit star. on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Hollywood that's called graffiti, nigga. That's right. called graffiti. <laughs> Hollywood star for Jubilee. I think I'm like, he's literally looking this shit up too, this nigga. I you mean, believe your own lies now? I hope they got it. No, I, feel, I hope they got it. That only, be haters, tight. only haters would not want it to be there. No, it's you know. This nigga's lo- uh, believing his own delusions. <laughs> Why no, you actually no. be searching it? There's actually not actually. It's a plaque. It's not a star. What year, <laughs> nope. And, what year did the Nope. What year did Jubilee Singers receive a star? Two thousand eight. A single star, a star on Google review. Keep lying this bitches up. That was so funny to y'all. That was so funny to y'all. I guess that's K State's best. Come on. Anyway. Uh, let's go. It was not funny at all, uh, but it's cool. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into this uh, this show. I'm ready to get into First it. First off, y'all. I'm fucking hilarious. That shit was funny. Okay, good job. So I, let's I jump into our subject. And uh, I don't think it's gonna be very funny, and it's probably gonna be some people get their feelings hurt because uh, since they passing bills and stuff about telling people how you can talk about race and how you talk about different things. So we're gonna jump in and give our perspective. And tonight we're talking about the critical race theory. So we're gonna jump at some different things about it. Yeah, boom, boom. Dre, where's this? Where's the sound effects? 
Oh, you was fucking with that last week. You can't do it on demand. I had I got it queued up, but you can't just. Dang, my bad. Now I messed it up. Okay, cool, cool. Hey, he can cut that out. Cue it up. And then you just ruined it again. Right, it's over. Carry on. All right, well, peep. So. I'm just going to throw it out there. I want to throw it out there because one of those topics that I don't want to like, I don't want to meter y'all's response. So I'm just going to ask straight up. What's your thoughts on the critical race theory? Um, Before we dive into it, can you like explain it real quick for the people? Bet. Yeah. Yeah. Way to draw me in. Let's do this. So a lot of people think that the critical race theory is, is a new thing, but it's not. So let me break this down for you real quick. The critical race theory has been um, in the news a lot recently. And if you're wondering why it has been, um, a huge topic of conversation, you are not alone. Um, but, because it's been around for about 40 years, the framework uh, is looking honestly at the role racism plays at every level of American life, from daily uh, personal interactions to the uh, structure of cultural, social, and legal institutions. It's a way of investigating how systemic racism impacts people of color in America, from housing, education, and healthcare, to policing and the criminal legal system and then finding solutions that create equity for all. So that's the definition that we're working with tonight for critical racism. I mean, critical race theory. <laughs> Got it. So how do you, what are your thoughts on that? On uh, just on critical race theory, what we got going on, thoughts? To be honest, critical race theory is something that has been around in several different forms. Um, and I believe that right now it's called this so it could be an easy target. But critical race theory to me is something that in a general aspect, race itself is definitely a hot trigger in the world, but definitely in the United States. And so when we, when we talk about uh, the things that happen between different races and we talk about the things that history has shown us and now uh all of a sudden people don't want to you know i'm saying have the conversation or want to kind of change how the conversation happens because it makes them look bad or or it hurts their feelings to know that their ancestors did some stupid shit that seems to look identical to the stupid shit they're doing now for some reason it's it's kind of it's all a shit show it's it's just a straight up shit show of people who are who are privileged of having history in their favor and want to con completely just throw away anything that makes them look bad as a race, as a people. And so, you know, I, in short, I just, I just think that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a whole bunch of thoughts and for some reason I, I didn't organize myself that well because I, I just I just feel like it's it's, it's a bunch of Trump charges of we don't want to talk about something that makes us uncomfortable as white people. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy you some time to gather the rest of your thoughts and piggyback on what you just said. Um, it's basically just putting another name behind shit that they, I guess, their point, kind of calling the, uh, calling the shit Obamacare, so people would go against it is what they're doing with critical race theory, right? Um, the teachings, the whitewashing of history, the Karens not want to feel like they're Karen in, in. is that a verb? Karen in, in? Hey, it <laughs> is now. Um, it's a verb. Is essentially 
um, what's happening. For a long time, you know, they tried to suppress our history, tried to suppress our memories, tried to suppress different things. Now they know and they know that they can galvanize people if they say, let's not say we're suppressing history and we're changing racism and we're making it seem like we're not the bad guys and the fucking um, Confederates didn't lose the war. <laughs> Let's call it critical race theory. And you guys can get behind that. And then we just do what we wanted to do anyway, but we're putting an acute name on it. So it doesn't seem racist to do it. Um, it's like that veil that they're putting behind it. And the thing that really stuck out to me that lets me know that this is like more of an issue than people really expect. There's a ton of different States that are passing laws. Um, I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head. 41. Um, 41 states that are passing laws related to critical race theory, but only two of them actually use the words critical race theory anywhere in the legis legislation. All the other ones, they're basically saying we're not teaching anything related to critical race theory. We're not letting people say that, you know, race had to do with any of this stuff. We're not sharing this history. We're suppressing this history. Um, and they're just using that term of critical race theory to actually galvanize public support for the shady ass racist shit that they wanted to do anyway. So I have a question. So critical race theory, it, that was the original name of it back in 1989, right? Isn't that what they called it for? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it started uh, in the 70s. The 70s and the 80s. Was it the yeah. 70s, 79, 80? All right. When but you say they called it, what, who do you mean, I guess? The professors that came up with the... Yeah. Came up yeah. with it. It's always been called critical race theory, correct? Yep. Okay. So I think critical race theory in a whole is important. It's, it's teaching um, young people how to look past just the... I hate to say the black and white of things, but really looking past the black and white of you're rich or you're poor, you're this, you're that, and really understanding why people are advantaged and why some people are disadvantaged, why the uh, legal system is favorable to one race versus the other race. So critical race theory as what it is, is a good thing. It's important. It's something that should continue to be taught or, um, or should continue to be taught because it's just like teaching people to look past just the veil that's put up there and understanding and digging deep deeper into uh, why the world is what it is. Now, the fact that they are using the race part as a reason or as a uh, sounding board to, like you said, galvanize different people to try to um, whitewash history or do any other things. That's the bullshit part. But critical race theory is something that's important, in my opinion. All right. Yeah, that's why so they're trying to suppress it, because it's important. Yeah. So so peep this. I feel like if you can't fix it, you can't fix it if you don't face it. And that's what critical race theory invites you to do. And I think the naming of it um, presents something it presents an opportunity that people are so short-sighted at looking at that they don't want to deal that they don't want to delve into what some some positive outcomes of it is. It's called a theory. 
all theories are meant to be challenged. They're meant to be discussed. They're meant to be dis dissected. They're meant to be proven so they become a law, a fact, or whatever. It's a theory right now. So <clears throat> while you have, when it, every time a statue of a, a great Southern general comes down, they say, you can't erase history. History makes us better. History's what it is. We got to da 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 da, right? Until we want to talk about that history, right? So it sounds like, like you're talking about galvanizing, it sounds like the only part of, 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 of this, this, this horrible history we want to talk about is the triumphant pieces, right? This person was a great general. This person was a great this. This person was a great that. What was they great at? It's like that one guy on, on TikTok. It was probably on before TikTok, on, uh, doing it for the, for the ground probably, when he said, you know, I'm never going to let go of my, my, this Confederate flag. And I was like, why? Because it's my family. It's my heritage. And we fought for our farms. He said, wait, who worked your farms? Dude didn't have no response. You know what I'm saying? It's just like mm -hmm. that. Like, we just want to talk about, we, we want to romanticize mm -hmm. slavery. Mm -hmm. We want to romanticize redlining. We want to romanticize every critical piece of, of damning history. Um, you want to just take, you, you don't want, let's not talk about that. Because critical race theory, the theory challenges us to talk about that for real, for real. Get down to the nuts and bolts of why things are the way they are in America. And the thing is, is that if people were really about healing, and restoration and bringing together unity and stuff like that, then they would welcome critical race theory. But however, yeah. right, however, they're getting caught up in the fact, in this fact, Republicans make horrible arguments. I can't believe they're lawyers on, on, on the Hill. <laughs> they make horrible ar arguments. Their thought is talking about critical race theory, it's a divisive discourse that pits people of color against white people. That's all they can see. That's all they can see. It's going to cause discourse. You don't think there's discourse now? <laughs> like, like, right. like let's, not, let's not make something happen, in, happen that's happening. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, and then, and then it, it, you know, it smacks you in the face with truth. Like, it's going to create a group of oppressors and, oppress, and, 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 oppressors, um, and oppressed. Is that, is that not what we're dealing with right now? <laughs> like... You know what I'm saying? That's why I say it's, the hor it's a horrible argument. Mm -hmm. um, and like Dre said, 41 states have introduced, um, um, you know, ba bans or other type of ways to go around to, to get this out. Um, 14 so far has been successful. Um, and and, and, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's always something that is, uh, oxy not, not oxymoron, it's something, well, it's always something that's, that's, that's at, at best, it's hypocritical to no, say, absolutely. let's not erase history. But then, okay, cool, let's not erase it. But can we talk about it? No, let's not do that either. Right. What y'all think about that? I mean, it's just crazy because imagine if they were going to be like, we're going to talk about World War II, but we're not going to talk about religion and we're not going to talk about racists. Like, okay, how do we say... Hitler didn't like the Jews if we don't talk about those things, right? right, right. <laughs> like, you can't talk about history without actually explaining why historical situations happened. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're giving you an outcome, and, and they're not letting people understand how we got here. They're not actually giving people the information that's there. They're actually restricting people from teaching that information. And that's the stupidest shit that I've ever heard, because at that point, don't just teach history. 
just give us the propaganda that you want us to have and call it what it is propaganda because right. it's not history when you do that right i mean i've even heard that there are some germans that well it's not only some germans but it's anybody that can be anti-semitic can act like the holocaust didn't even happen they literally say it's a it's jewish propaganda or there are some people who grew up in germany that just it was never taught to them that it happened so it just didn't happen in some of the younger generation's minds. And it's just total bullshit, especially since it, it's not, no one is saying who are, who's actually teaching uh, critical race theory to be hateful, to go attack them, to hate anybody else. It's just literally laying out what happened and why the system is the way it is now. Yeah. And that's the hypocritical piece about it. Like you said, it's just, just it's such hip, hypocrisy because no one's trying to create a divide. You're saying this is history. This is what happened. This is why it happened. And we have to know why, why it happened so we can fix what happened so we can fix and start coming back together and fixing the system. So the problem right, there it. is that you're using the word fix as right. if what's going on in the system right now is a problem to those particular people that want to get rid of critical race theory. And well, it creates certain... problems, hmm? but not it to them. Problems. To them, yeah. what they're doing is fixing their losses that they're taking. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And so stopping the bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Especially right now, I think the resurgence, I guess, of the civil rights movement um, here in the past, I say five years. Oh, actually, it's probably more than five years. What is it? Ten years? Well, um. Uh, Let's say two. Florida, the civil uprisings that I'm, happened in 2020, um, the, the with George Floyd. Yeah, Let, let's just well, start before there. that. We'll, we'll start I know there, what happened but, before that, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so s- since then, you you're having all of this attention turned on to one the history of America and how we've gotten to this point, right? And all that says is that white people have have created a system that benefits them and benefits them pretty much only and only allow a select few come into their circle. And even then it still keeps them at bay from actually achieving anything of substance. Right. So when you have critical race theory, you know what I'm saying? We're pointing all, um, all the fingers at those individuals that done it. However, if you look at like the individuals that did those things, you're going to feel some kind of way. If you're benefiting from the system of those who have, you know, build things in, in, uh, for their benefit. And now they're trying to like separate it, um, and, and, and divide everything that is, you know, already been laid up for you. You're going to have a problem with it. What you don't want as someone who is someone, um, in power, you don't want the people to rise up and become knowledgeable, especially right now when the heat is on knowledgeable of all the bullshit that your people have done to them. You have to right. change it in order to get the new babies to, to think like, like you said, uh, the Germans never even realized, you know what I'm saying, never been taught that such a thing happened over there, right? Mm-hmm. So all it is is just simple bullshit of trying to keep the system in their favor and try to erase and or change things to keep people blind, deaf, and hungry. And so I don't know what the true answer is other than like as we always say, like get out and vote and get these motherfuckers who who are, have absolutely no no uh, heart for the actual human condition, but only care about the bottom dollar. Get the motherfuckers out of office. Absolutely, All right. you know what I'm saying? Well, like, go ahead. No, go nah, ahead. that's it. I'm I'm a <clears throat> So peep, so peep. 
I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to like challenge y'all to go a little bit deeper with this, right? Mm. So CRT is presenting a question. It's saying our country is shaped, our public policies, our laws is shaped on racism, right? It's shaped in, within racism. Racism has a hand in shaping our public policies. The way we, the way we interact, the way the way we present people, the way we describe people, the way we, you know, um, uh, even even carry out carry out provisions of the law, right? So critical race theory says, why is that happening? And if it's if you do, if you believe that it is happening, how is it happening? Why is it happening? If you don't believe it's happening, why don't you believe it's happening? If you don't believe it's happening, can you describe redlining from the 30s? Can you describe the crime bill from 94? Can you describe the war on drugs? Can you, you know, if, 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 you, if you're saying it's not a thing, can you describe these things that dis, disproportionately affect people of color, particularly black people, right? So, so let's, let's, let's deal with that for a second. Like, how, if critical race theory is asking that question, right? Like, how do y'all deal with that? Like, do y'all think, it's probably, a, it's probably a silly question, but do y'all think that our laws and everything is really, really affected, is really shaped in racism? And if so, like, where do you get that from? Why? Are you asking us? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Even going back to, I think we've all, we've cited this before, and I think you've all watched the documentary, the 13th Amendment, on how once slaves were technically freed, the only time somebody could be a slave or, or uh, work without pay is if they were in prison. So you have a bunch of people who don't have any homes. So all of a sudden vagrancy became, uh, became illegal. You couldn't be homeless. You couldn't be a vagrant. If you were, they took you into custody. And once again, you're working for free, right? All the people like, and it's still going on within the prison systems today. These people are getting paid 37 cents an hour and all this other crazy bullshit. So it, that never really stopped. Uh, police were never really meant to serve and protect. They were meant to catch slaves. And then it, it went on and on. So just even starting from the quote unquote abolishment of slavery, laws started being written even then to make sure uh, the elites and the whites stayed on top. Yeah, I okay. feel like, I feel okay, like you would be hard pressed to find somebody who did, doesn't think race affected the building of the laws around, around this country. Oh, uh, they'll say it, whether they believe it or not. We got a whole bunch of Trump supporters who say race has nothing to racism. There is no racism in America. You got some you got some black folks, some token black folk on TV talking about race has nothing to do. Like racism is not there's no racism in America. Candace yeah, racism in America versus like the laws that were set. Well, racism is what we're saying <laughs> shapes our systems. Right. Sometimes it's racism. Sometimes it's fear. But it's a racial. It's racially it's driven. Racial racially charged. It. Right. Okay. Racial right, and deal, economic. Well, let's deal with this. Let's deal with this. Because yeah. all y'all got to answer that question. Let's change this. Somebody, somebody else can answer this one. Or a couple of y'all. Peep this. If critical race theory is saying, it introduces this thing that, that tries to bring an equity in a way that people have been, it's showed up in our healthcare, it's showing up in all kinds of ways, right? Where it says race is a social construct and racism is not merely a product of individual 
bias or prejudice, but it's embedded into legal system and, politi- and, and policies. So mm-hmm. this is what I want to go with. I, I really want to go with the fact that it's a social construct and not a biological happen- happenstance or, or, or fact. You know what I'm saying? So in that being the case, if we're not talking about, if we're, if, if we're going to introduce and say, critical race theory is saying, okay, listen, if, if, you, if you're saying that it's not about race, it's not you know, your, your, your thought process, your stuff is not about race, it's about the fact that black people and white people are biologically different. And uh, people of color and white people are biologically different, so that's why we treat y'all differently. That's why it would never be equity, because we're, we're different biologically, right? Critical race theory is saying, no, that's not, that's not the case. We should all be treated the same, because biologically, we're all the same no matter what color we are. Thoughts on that? That's true. Well, it's true, but yeah, like, <laughs> deep dive that. Like, <clears throat> I mean, to be honest, all the questions that you're asking are, I guess, to us, like blatant and, and you know, what I'm saying? Sense. like, yeah, yeah, like they're kind uh, of blatant. Okay, well, well, let's go, let's go. Like, we're on the debate team. Take the government t- side and then take the pro side. Like, I mean, the con side. The side of the government, the side of the opposition. I was like, good at that because... Because, because they're saying, the opposition saying we shouldn't even have this because it's not necessary. So it's not necessary mm-hmm. for us to understand that we're biologically the same. It's important for us to stay different, even though if we go biologically, let's talk about Henrietta Lacks. If that's yeah. the case, then we should be superior. Hmm? I'm, you know? Y'all know who Henrietta Lacks is. Please pick up the book. She she's 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 instrumental in so many medical advances. They stole Absolutely. her cells from her cervix, um, and and just started using it without her and her family's consent. Um, and her family and, got and, not, and not got nothing from it. Absolutely. Nothing from it, and but but it led to so many medical advances from a black woman's cervix. So that biologically, if we're supposed to be different, then hey, uh, let's look at Jordan. Let's look at. If we're gonna look at biological and say that we're different, then then let's look at the superiority of of the. Not saying that there's no white athletes that are great or white science, you know. But I mean, yeah, I would want to have this conversation if I was. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I want to be like, yes, we are the same. I don't know. I, I honestly, I feel like we are definitely the same, but I also feel like environments and individual drives makes us different if you if you want to you know take out the race part right um you know what i'm saying i you can always say michael jordan all the black nba players that are you know what i'm saying at the top of of the league you know what i'm saying the first i don't know how many you know they just celebrated what was it 90 75 75 yeah 75 and the majority of them were black you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it's i think it's one of those things where not just Even because the logo is a white dude Yes, he is. He's a white guy. Um, but at the same time, when basketball was, when we were allowed to play basketball, it turned into something that we were more so work mules. You know what I'm saying? And it, it provided a way for people to get out of their current uh, economical situ- economic situations. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so now you got, we're going to put the ball in the black man's hand and that's all they're going to have to do better with their lives. And that generated a whole race of, uh, not a whole race, but a whole group of athletes who, because they had to, because that's all they had, fall in love with the game. That's just what it is. And I feel like no matter whatever you do, what, however you want to put it, there's always going to be issues with 
we're trying to to get other people to see that everyone is equal and deserves equal treatment. It doesn't matter. I ignorance is one of those things that you can't understand it unless you say it's strictly about power and wanting to have, see things and be selfish. Ignorance is selfish as fuck, and that's I feel like that's all this shit is. And like we can go around in circles, but you just got, you know, what I'm saying you got white people and token black folks who have, I guess, made it or have seen favor in the white man's eyes and want to, you know what I'm saying, keep shit uh, the way it is or make it better for them so they can rise or continue their reign at the top of, of the of things. So, yeah. So, yeah, and like like I was saying earlier, to circle back to the whole thing, CRT is just way that people are using to get through legislation that they wanted to do that they've been hoping to do for years and decades and shit like that when you look at uh, i hate hated to even see this when i was doing the research but if you look at our two uh two of our home states um kentucky one of the bills that's actually up for legislation right now br60 it literally um says that you can't have mandatory diversity training at a public university what the fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> right? They're literally just banning diversity training. Yeah. But they're saying, oh, CRT is horrible, so we're going to uh, pass BR60. No, nigga, that's not even the same thing. If you look at Ohio, also wow. fucking bullshit, they're literally saying states where teachers discuss current events must actually sh- share multiple perspectives. So you can't just say um, X or Y happened to George Floyd. You have to also talk about it from the actual Fox cops' perspective. <laughs> Basically, you got to talk about it from the you got to talk about it from the cops' perspective. Like, yeah, George so, Floyd died, but this is why the cop felt like he had to put his knee on it. Like, what the fuck is this? This is bullshit. And they're literally trying to continue to whitewash even current history by having to bring this shit on. Um, Michigan's not any better, um, unfortunately. So all three of us are fucked. They're banning the teaching of the 1619 project, which literally wow. is, yeah, they're literally banning the teaching of it. same thing in New York. So let's just tie everything fucking in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> New York's a super liberal state, but they're banning the teaching of the 1619 project too. So none of this, like I said earlier, isn't mentioning critical race theory. They're just using critical race theory for yeah. the public forum to actually get these bullshit ass laws that they've been wanting to talk about for decades through. If we can paint Now I will say cuz it'll lead to it. It'll lead to it. If you talk about those things, Ray, that they're trying to ban, it's going to lead to you talking about critical race theory. <laughs> it's going to lead it to it, right? Cuz there's components of them. So if we get down to the tenets of what critical race theory is, you're going to be talking about it. Go ahead, BJ, and then Jason. I was going to say like the one thing I don't necessarily all the way disagree with in within with everything you just said is using both points of view, depending yeah, on what, what it is, because depending on what side of the coin you are, you could have a racist ass teacher that's white and he's pushing the Fox news agenda or whatever agenda. And the students are just taking it as what it is and being whitewashed or brainwashed or whatever kind of wash you want to put it. And they're not getting the other side. Right. So I do agree with that because that can go on both sides. I believe, uh, and wait, I understand. Wait, wait, I understand wait, wait. what you're saying. Some things are just kind of like straight up. He killed the man, like, but when it that's okay. 
But what I'm saying is, how are you, you have how, to give all perspectives. How you, present, how you gonna present another side of the Trayvon Martin killer? But more so, don't take the conversation out. The what is the other side of that? He got killed for walking home. What's the other fucking side? Well, we you you can try to I'm explain the other that. side of that. Therefore, well, her, you can well, also knock down and take that conversation. You know what I'm saying, or uh, break that uh, argument down to where it you can actually expose how bullshit that other side is. No, 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 saying, no, 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 no. That's not that's not it, that's not allowed in these laws. That's not a lot right. of these laws. You have to so, say this happened, but here's another perspective on why that possibly could have happened. There isn't so, that middle ground that y'all are trying to make in this fairy tale dream. No, these laws are being meant to happen, so those conversations aren't allowed. I, th- I think we're misunderstanding each other. I feel like taking the conversation out of the classroom means you don't have to talk about it at all. So all the other bullshit, the other George uh, George Floyd and stuff like that that happens, we don't need, we don't have to address it. And you because know you saying? can't give both sides, can't absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so, but if you keep the conversation there, yeah, you can talk about both sides. And then when you, having that conversation allows you to say, so that's your point. Well, here's where we where we d- disagree. Here's where that may be may be wrong. Here's where the law is in your favor. This is or in my Ooh. favor. Those type of things. It's, it's like debate and having no. a mock trial in high school. No, yeah. we, well, y'all right don't understand the point of these laws. That's not. They're Go ahead, Jerry. trying What's to make sure you laws? don't do those things. Make sure you don't do what. <clears throat> Have a sided debate where the truth comes out, where reasoning happens. <clears throat> they're basically saying. If you're talking about current events, tell them what happened and then throw something else out there as a possibility of why it happened. But there's isn't there, there's writing in the laws that is saying that kind of free conversation, that free thought that the teachers can't actually take it to the levels that you guys are saying is what I'm trying to tell so you. So it's, it's just a matter of them mentioning. There's no conversation about yes, it. It's just exactly. saying it. Yes. Okay. If teach it, it part, uh, I forgot what I was looking at earlier, but teachers can get fired and school systems will lose their funding if those kind of conversations are taking place. About because if they did things. take place, that would that would be exactly what critical race theory is. Exactly. So right. here's a man that got killed by a white man. Why? It's understanding how American racism shaped public policy. How do we yeah. do things? Mm-hmm. And if we, if we have those conversations, so, so you're right. I hear you on that. You're not saying you can't have CRT. But we're saying the teacher, but it also goes into how we do education here in America. Not all countries do it the same way. Not all countries have the whole sit down and listen to the teacher talk. You know, some of them discussion. Yeah. Some of them have the interactive, like you challenge, you challenge the thought processes of the teacher or what the content Mm -hmm. that the teacher's teaching. That's not, that's never been a thing in American education system. And maybe it is because of this right here. There's certain classes, but it just depends on not, not when when you get to college. Not not in high school and stuff. Not in not in you know K twelve, right? All right, nigga. Wasn't no liberal arts high schools in Flint. Fuck out of here, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Yes, it was. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love it. it All right, y'all. All right, y'all. I'm ready to turn this corner. But before we do that, um, we're gonna take a little break real quick. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Uh, We want to remind you to go on our website and check out our patron levels. Um, Pick one, support one, and we'd love to see you uh, be a part of that and also enjoy the perks that come with the different levels. 
um, while you're on our website, stay on there as long as you can. We want to see, we want to get some traction on there. So as long as you spend on there, the more uh, traction we get on the website. So we want to see you guys showing up on there and checking out the website. If you are a small business or a big business and you're looking to sponsor and support and partner with us, we would love to hear from you. So please hit us up. Email us at the1528podcast.com at gmail.com or uh, hit us up on IG. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to partner with you. Um, and uh, we'd love to shout you out on this show. Uh, so this next part of the show is about to be get real excited, real exciting. So check in and we're about to roll. All right, fellas. All right, fellas. Let's jump back in this conversation. Uh, no holds barred. Let's go ahead and just give our four perspectives as we do in a vulnerable way. It's how we roll. So listen, this next question is kind of based around this. The tenets, there's about six tenets of the critical race theory. The first one is, it says that race is a social construct and not biologically natural. The second one is, racism in the U.S. is normal instead of aberrational. The third one is, legal advances or setbacks for people of color tend to serve dominant white groups. Racial stereotypes, okay, so that's that's three. That's four? That was three. three. Four. Three. Four, racial stereotypes change or amplify depending on the needs or interests of dominant white groups. Five, I can't even count. Five, (laughs) um, no African-American or person of color belongs to just one group. It's not just African-American, they're African-American in a sexual orientation, African-American and Christian, African-American and whatever. It, there's not just one group that people of color belong to. And I the last know one why BJ's is, doing five like that. And the last <laughs> one is, only people of color are uniquely qualified to speak on behalf of their group regarding forms and effects of racism, Okay. So if these are the if these are the the tenets of critical race theory that's been introduced by the likes of Derek Bell, Kimberly uh, and Kimberly I forgot her last name and then Richard Delgado, um, why all of a sudden now it introduced back in the seventies and eighties why now has it become such a hot topic? Clarification, real quick before we dive into this, yeah. on that fifth point about only us able to talk about uh, certain things. That's the sixth one. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, That one, is that basically them saying only we can say nigga? I hate this motherfucker. That's a root word. That's that's a root thought. Okay, okay, cool. (laughs) cool. All right, carry on. Carry on. (laughs) Carry on. All right. So... So let let me me just do this for those who, who are out there really wondering, too. Listen, it's just saying that you can't have a panel of other than people of color or a panel of white people to talk about the effects of racism on people of color or if it even exists or not. The, the, you're not qualified to have that conversation because you're not affected by it. So it's almost just like, I think we talked about it before in one of our past shows. It's like if you want to talk about uh, women's, women's health and you got a panel full of men. You're not qualified. Right. I don't care if you're a, P- I don't care if you're a gynecologist. It don't matter. You you can't stop it. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's like mansplaining. So Pete, why is it why why now then why why all of a sudden has it become a hot topic recently? Short answer: pettiness. Straight up okay. pettiness. 
I think is, like okay. like you spoke earlier about the the statues coming down, right? And um, the the Tiki Torch Boys, and they talk <laughs> about freedom of speech and all this stuff that that are happening to them, right? We're taking their country type of rhetoric. So it's like, well, if our statues are coming down, you can't talk about what really happened to you. Mm-hmm. If our statues are coming down, you can't, we're going to just totally erase your history systematically and slowly. So, you know, how old are we? We're 40. By the time we're 80, we're not even, you know, kids don't even know about it. Like, Ducey may never hear about this stuff if the way it keeps going, going the way, if it keeps going the way it is. Mm-hmm. So I think it's straight up pettiness, you know, and with that, it's, it's a way to, on some sci-fi shit, it's like the Matrix. Like, if you never know there's something different, you're always just going to accept what's put in front of you. Red pill or blue pill. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, if I had to sum it up into a short answer, I would actually say fear. And I think it's fear of... They are afraid of losing power. They're afraid of losing control. They realize that they're the minority now, and that's just going to keep getting bigger. And when I say they, I'm referring to white, powerful people in charge. The white race is a minority now. Their supporters are the minority now. They're continuing to lose the percentage um, of people across the country as Hispanics and blacks actually gain. Um, And they're afraid that if they don't kind of restrict people's thought processes, if they don't slow down this momentum that um, black people have had since George Floyd, that um, people are kind of having to galvanize people who haven't been involved in politics and things like that before. If they don't find a way to slow this down, I feel like they're afraid of that. They're also afraid that if they don't change the narrative, it's going to be hard to bring more people on their side. And when I say that, I'm referring to specifically um, Latinos. Because what's happening is Republicans, far-right wing people are winning in areas where traditionally they wouldn't because they're actually getting a huge portion of the Latino vote. Now, Mm -hmm. if the Latinos were to at some point say, okay, wait, the person I'm supporting, they only got here because of some bullshit that would have restricted me from getting where they're at. Maybe that'll change enough of those people's minds where the people that are in power will lose their power. So what do we have to do? We have to change that narrative. So that message stops where it's at. If it's out, pull back as much of it as we can and don't let it continue to spread moving forward as these younger generations actually learn and they grow. They can't know this stuff because they are way too much of uh, a free-minded generation to actually have this information and not like critically think about it. So they and need try to, to stop fix it. it now. Exactly. And try to reverse it. So <clears throat> I... I... Dre said one one uh one part of it, but I, I always when it comes to stuff like this, especially this, I, I think of um the book and the movie now, I guess twice over, uh Fahrenheit Fahrenheit four fifty one, uh about the banning of books and people being allowed to read. And 
you know, here you have a system uh, or people who's trying to create laws to keep people um, in the dark and from being educated on the things that have definitely happened in this country and or or making it a way where I think somewhere in a book they said that volunteers from Africa came over to become slaves in America. And when you have people who have the audacity to change the history books like that, after a while, if they're not, you know, saying controlling it the way they want to fully, they're just going ahead and throw it all out to begin with. If I if I can keep things hushed or change things um, to where it benefits me or or keeps me looking at or in a positive light or you know what I'm saying you know where I'm not the villain and the truth truth be the thing the funny thing about it is all white people are not bad right we know this course, you know what I'm saying not. but yeah. it's it's the ones that truly show their <laughs> ugly face that I hate to say it makes it makes it an issue of race in in such a way. And so all this fear, all this knowing that they won't be the dominant, you know what I'm saying, or have the numbers to keep themselves in certain positions of power. And and even that, you know, so I've been uh, listening to uh, or re-listening to uh, The Miseducation of the Negro. And when I tell you, every time I hear uh, a snippet of that book, I swear nothing has changed. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing has changed. The fundamental concept of america and how it functions nothing that's changed and so they got to do they got to be more radical about it and just throw shit away like you fall for all this education all this you know i'm saying all this equal opportunity and shit like that we've been putting in books we used to say that that you would never read it if it was ever put in books but now that you're actually fucking reading now we gotta get rid of the shit out of the books so you can't get it that way so it's 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 a whole bunch of bullshit. We know what racism is. We know what it looks like. This is just another situation where people are are racist out of fear and want to make sure that they don't lose whatever grip of, of power they have in American society. I feel it. So I think what I, w- what I would give to it for being a hot topic now is because um, I think the conversation sw- shifted recently. You know, usually every every February, at least, you hear about the civil rights movement. Civil rights, civil rights, civil rights. Play those up. Play those up. Because all we want to do is be treated civil. Please treat us civil. Within the last couple of years, I'm going to go, I mean, I know, it's, I know there's been works. We're not, talk, we're not trying to discredit all the grassroots, grassroots works that's been happening, you know, around the country. But we, got, we can't ignore the, 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 the storm that happened in our country in 2020 while we're in the middle of a pandemic or the beginning of a pandemic. Right. So the conversation shift from civil rights to equity and equality. We don't want civil rights. We want to be treated equally and equitably. You know what I'm saying? So when that conversation shifted, now we got to start talking about restoration because we're never going to reach equality or equity if we don't face the things that got us all out of whack in the first place. If we don't face the things that damaged our relationship in the first place, we can't have equality or equity. So in order to have restoration, you got to acknowledge it. And then after you acknowledge it, you got to repent. It's so funny how we take biblical principles that work in real life, but we got to take it the, 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 the biblical piece out of it. So let's not call it repentance. Let's say get off the silly-ish. You know what I'm saying? Quit doing the same stuff over and over again that causes the relationship to be fractured in the first place. That's what mm-hmm. repentance is, right? So after you do that, then we can have some restoration 
and then we can grow as a country and really, really have some unity and have some equity and have equality, right? But it doesn't benefit us in, a, in this, in this, uh, in this uh, uh, consumerism, uh, capitalistic type of society for us to have equality. Because it has to be the have and the have not. Right. Let's not get on. That's a whole other conversation. But let's deal with this. I think it's a hot topic now because people are changing the conversation. I think it's a hot topic now because now as people are starting to be more educated, which now black folk are probably the most educated that we've ever been in our country's history. So now that that's happening, and we got a lot of people who've been to college and learned about CRT, because I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about it in, in, in high school or middle school or elementary school. So now that we're going to college, even whether we graduate or not, whatever, whatever dig you want to throw at it, people going to college, people learning about stuff that we don't learn we, outside of the K-12. We want, to, we want to teach that to our kids now. And we want people who are educated and trained to teach, to teach it to our kids. So then we present this to say, hey, you want to heal? Because, you know, hey, from the NBA to NFL to everybody who wants to put Black Lives Matter on their logo on the TV channels. Everybody, want, let's heal. Let's come together. Cool. You want to do that? Let's, let's learn about how American racism has shaped public policy and shaped how we're treated in this country. So then it got popular. We want y'all to teach about it. So then 41 states stood up and said, nope, we don't want to do that. And then it blew up because now in the, in, the, in, the, in the height of social media, you know, in the height of social media, now we know about 41 states who don't want this. We know about the people who oppose it. Before, mm-hmm. And then, thanks, thank, you, thank you, Mr. Trump, for getting everybody interested in politics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People didn't care about politics and talk about politics the way we do now. It was, it was forbidden to talk about until Trump got in office. Go ahead, Dre. Yeah, what I was just about to say, I thought you were about to hit on a point, but um, you just kind of segued into it. The biggest thing that we're all missing here, why this is such an issue now, is because we now live in Donald Trump's America. Racists feel empowered to do racist shit. The same Mm. thing that made January 6th actually okay in some people's minds and a lot of people's minds and fucking senators... And House Representative um, office people's minds, where they actually defended the people that were doing it, is the fact that we're in Donald Trump's America, and it's okay to be racist as long as you say you're doing it in the name of the America, fucking flag. country. Right, right. That's the biggest reason that this has become because all of the other shit that we talked about, people have had these fears, people have been yeah. scared, people have done. They had the emotions that all four of us mentioned, but now they just feel empowered. Because of what happened in 2000 and what year is this? 2016. I think that's really, really the biggest swing factor. Everything else, sure, those are things that galvanized those people. But until it became Trump's America, I don't think they ever would have felt so empowered to actually move on those emotions that they were going through. And, and what and- sucks is, honestly, it sounds like one of those things where it's, it's like a deflection. Like you ever caught somebody doing something they weren't supposed to do and they'd be like, but what about this? That's what it sounds like they're doing. It's like, look, these things in America isn't going well or this isn't this isn't cool. So there was like, well, what about this? My, my, my son shouldn't have to feel bad about what ancestors did. Well, your son's a little bitch if he feels bad. May, actually, he should feel bad. That just means he's empathetic. That means he's a human. Like yeah. it's nothing wrong with that, right? He's being... He's showing empathy. 
he's not feeling guilt it's empathy and the fact that you don't know how to talk him through that that's you're just a shitty parent Boom. that's the thing like it makes them uncomfortable as fuck to have these conversations mm-hmm. about this shit that mm-hmm. has happened you know because mm-hmm. their great grandfather did such and such to our great grandfather they probably still got the fucking robe in the closet and and it's yeah, and it's now it's in the history books. It's in and the now dry little cleaners. kids are learning about it, <laughs> and when they bring that shit home, mostly because they still Hard believe questions. what the fuck they believe. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's why mm-hmm. reality checks. Yeah, yeah. And, and they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how yeah. to honestly tell their kids, "No, we some racist fucks," and you know what I'm saying we want to keep shit in our favor and. We don't really want to have this conversation. You need to go back and tell them not to bring up our 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 trouble issues and how we lost the fucking war and lost, you know what I'm saying, tilted some of the power in other people's hands. Like as you said, this is Trump's America right now. And now that after COVID and everybody got pissed off about wearing these masks, and now some of their freedoms been taken away because they couldn't just walk around and make everybody fucking sick. They <laughs> they hype. They hype is so, the hype is shit. All right. All right. So what? Do, so what do we do? So here's 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 the, the premise of this question I'm asking. What do we do? Because for instance, I don't I don't have to send my son to a Christian school because he's gonna learn about God at home. He's gonna he's gonna know what I want, not what I well, what I want what I want him to know about train my child in the way he should go. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna know what I want him to know about the power of God and how it works in our lives, right? So he don't have to go to a Christian school. So what do we do? That he don't they don't have to. It's cool. You want to teach in school? So then we got to take back the responsibility and the power. Just the same way you just said, JT. They don't want to deal with it because then they got to deal with their kids at home. All right. Well, let's deal with our kids at home. Mm-hmm. How do we get past it? And let's deal with our, let's deal with our neighborhoods. Let's deal, let's deal with um, the fact that maybe we need to expand our circles to where we will impact some white kids or some other kids than what, what we are if you're not a black person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, what do we do? How do we, and, how do we deal with this if they don't want to do it in a school? A beautiful theory, B, B, it BJ's would be great. a great start with that. Last What'd you point. say? So, I said BJ's off to a great start with that last point. Anyway, <laughs> it it would be a it be a beautiful beautiful Doing thing it for the people, baby. To have have this thing where we as a black community Trash. educate ourselves and educate our kids on the things that we have done for America, put America on our fucking backs, and and build it at the same time. Right? That's great for us to do. That's something that we have done. Kind of lost it along the way, but it's still something that continues in the community all over but the problem is i can teach me i can teach another me about what needs to be done but everybody needs to fucking know what needs to be done i just can't you know what i'm saying when you keep things to yourself it doesn't help the overall population like there's no need for me to hold on to all the all the wonderful and beautiful things that america has for my people and now everyone else doesn't doesn't believe that it happened don't know that it happens and now what is it? Like, we're by ourselves again. Everybody has to get in the game on this. Everybody has to know what the fuck happened. And I've cussed so much this episode. I have not cussed as much in a long time. But is it, it's stupidity at, at, its, at its grandest. And no one, you know what I'm saying, not too many people just want to call it what it is. And, like, I, I know people get fed up at the idea of voting especially when your current president had so much fucking hope and is not doing too much to really make the situation better. We asked for this and this is what the fuck we got. The thing is with voting and with, you know what I'm saying? With politics in general, 
you got to keep that shit going. It's a momentum. You got this one victory. Now we got to get this shit rolling again. That means, you know what I'm saying, this shit doesn't die down. You don't, you know what I'm saying? We don't roll back anything. You know what I'm saying? We don't sit and rest because we got Trump out. No, Trump did his thing, got his message out, and now it's a fucking uh it's a fire. Uh, a fire, you know what I'm saying? A wild ass fire all over the fucking United States. We gotta keep this going. We just can't keep shit to ourselves and learning and 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 holding one another in our own fucking corners. We gotta we gotta it has to be well, everywhere. Well, okay. I'll I'll do that and I'll raise you one. So peep this. I'm all for okay educating our own right and if that's how we got to get down because the thing is that takes i think what you presented right there and a little bit kind of diminishes the power that we have with that because people who i think is how we teach it we got to quit teaching it from a victim standpoint those who do teach it from that standpoint we got to teach it from a victorious standpoint of this is what's happening in our country this is what's driving our country and you can be a solution hello stacy abrams hello barack Mm -hmm. obama hello charles booker Shout out, LaCuz. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people can step up from our communities who understand CRT and all these other I- issues that plague the black community and people of color communities. Can step up. You know what I'm saying? AOC can step up and really make an impact. If we can get past, if, if, we, if we can fight against the voting, the, the, you know, the, the, the attacks on voting. You know what I'm saying? If we can get past, you know, the, 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 the crab in a bucket type mentality that a lot of people have experienced in, within our community, right? If we, can, if we can get above the victim mentality that a lot of us have um, and actually start dealing with it from a victorious standpoint of like, even though, we've done, even though we've gone through these things and we continuously endure these things, we're still winning. We're still influential. She st- Stacey Abrams, Abrams turned Georgia blue, y'all. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, and, and so I, I don't... I hope I hope that's not what I'm giving off is that, you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying, crying in the corner or anything like that. Or my my thing is is that as as a world, as a United States, right, we're not in it by ourselves. So yeah. we just can't keep things to ourselves. We just can't work not only just in our community, but yes, we have to go out into the world. And the and the entire world needs to understand what truly has happened and keep it, you know what I'm saying, keep it in the history books. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I was gonna go back to the previous conversation, but talk about all of it. Put everything on a fucking table. You know what I'm saying? Both sides. Examine that bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then you know what I'm saying point for point, so we can have honestly like rip some band aids off and, and really make this shit work. Like it's it's just dumb to me. It's 2022, and we're talking about race. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about voter suppression. We're talking about uh, uh, editing and erasing history books. This is the shit our great-grandparents dealt with, right? You know what I'm saying? But nothing has changed, you know what I'm saying, because it's that same mentality. So I can't, I don't feel like we can, you know what I'm saying, just do it ourselves within ourselves. It has, everybody has to be on board. Everything needs to be exposed. And I think another place we think about investing into our communities is not necessarily just, you know, everybody wants to talk about financial literacy and everybody needs to talk about financial literacy. Mm -hmm. However, we also need to talk about investing into our own school systems. If the penalty for talking about CRT and other critical uh, issues or salient issues in the black community, in the people, in the, in the, in the, in the people, persons of color communities, because it's not just one Mm -hmm. (laughs) and all our different communities. If, if the, if the penalty for teaching these things is loss of funding, 
Well, then we need to find some investors. So I, I see what you're saying, but fuck that. I'm not I'm not investing in no extra private school or um charter. or charter school anywhere. I'm I if you know what I'm saying, if I have anything to do with it, I'm gonna go wow. into the public schools, you know. Charter what I'm schools or public schools. What I'm saying is I'm not for, I'm not trying to like go anywhere else to learn about anything else. Everything needs to be in the public schools so everybody can learn about it. Like I'm not I don't if you're saying like separating us or separating no, some type not- of system. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about charter schools, but in charter schools, it's not just bl- black people. Now, granted, it, we are the majority there in a lot of mm-hmm. different cases, but it's just about having private funding to teach what you know need to be taught and make sure that it's a quality education that you uh, you will attract people who want to send their kids there who are not people of color. I agree with I, that I to get, a certain extent, yeah. but I think um, to JT's point, it needs to be in the masses of schools because teaching critical race theory isn't just for black and brown people. Absolutely. There are white people that need to Absolutely. to know this so you can open their eyes and shape their minds and shape their future in, into being, because no matter what, I don't want to say no matter what, but in the next couple generations, white people are still going to be the majority for the most part. And they're going to be the ones that, uh, sometimes they will still have those uh, privileges. So we need to change the minds of those young kids as well or open their minds and let them think, um, create allies young, if you will, so they can start being on the path of helping make change. Because yeah, we can yeah. know it all day long, but if we're not in those rooms, you know. Yeah, I mean, I just, I get where you're coming from, Sid, but us fun- funding the entire school system, unless we got Bill Gates money, for the most part, that ain't going to be able to work. If we look at any of the school districts that we from, if they took, I'm, I'm the smallest out of all, all of us, right? We got probably four elementary schools, one junior high, one middle school, one high school. If the government took funding away from all of those schools, there's no way that my community could support even two of those schools, let alone all of them. If we look at bigger schools like Louisville, like Flint, like all these other districts, they're not taking it from one school. They're snatching all the money from all the district schools. So like that would literally take Bill Gates money just to sponsor a few cities across the country. There's no way that we can do it in any kind of substantial amount where I mean, it would if, actually make, make real sense. If we look at, they're not just doing one or two schools. They're doing the whole our, school. If we look districts. at our footprint of what we do on retail, we do got Bill Gates money in our community. Collectively. Not yes. ex- I, I, collectively. I, 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 oh, I yeah, see, collectively. I see, I see what you're saying. But I'm under the the impression that I'm not about hiding history in a corner, and that's where we learn it. Nah, you need to put that shit on every table, in every classroom, mm-hmm. in every school, because everybody needs to know what happened. Like, I, I, I hear, yes, supporting, you know what I'm saying, school systems, because, you know, we're the only ones that care about us, and, you know, and, and, and that whole thing. That's That's a community program. That's that's not a whole school system. That's no, a whole right. Black Achievers program. That's a whole Lincoln uh, Scholars, you know what I'm saying? All of that. That's what those things do. But when we talk about teaching the masses, keep that shit in all these schools. When it comes down to voting, what JT was talking about, we still got to understand it's your, 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 your individual states, your individual cities. It's not all about Joe Biden. Joe Biden at the end of the day is a figurehead. 
right? So mm-hmm. if you want your states to do the right thing for your people, you need to get the right people in there. The right senators, the right, what do you call them? Congressmen, all of that shit. Yep, Kentucky vote, Charles Booker. Charles Booker. Ohio vote, Andre so. Walton. Yeah, let's go. You're on a ballot, nigga. There's a right in. All right, y'all. Listen, this has been a this has been a real cool conversation um, to get this perspective from everybody. Um, anybody, let's let's go with some uh, final words. I'll go first. I'll be real quick. Fuck these racists, because that's what y'all is. Y'all trying to remove critical race theory, the teachings, and you using that as a term to mask all the racist shit that you wanted to do your whole lives. Because you ain't even calling critical race theory out, except for Idaho and some other weird ass state. The other thirty nine of y'all is just. Using that shit as a propaganda term to get support for the bullshit y'all want to do. So fuck y'all racist asses. Peace. I'm out. Ooh. <laughs> that would have cool. been cool if I could have did this in real life. Headphone drop. You should just. All right. Um, oh. What up? This episode was brought to me by water because I'm tired. And if I would have had alcohol, I probably would have fell asleep on y'all. Brought to you by that tight ass shirt. Um, <laughs> all I want to say is everybody go out and vote. Everybody think critically about every situation possible. Um, also, rest in peace to my great aunt, Aunt Joyce Barrow. Uh, she passed this week. Last week, we had the funeral this weekend. Um, she was. She was one of those ladies that she never had kids, but all the nieces and nephews had like a second mommy because of her. Um, she very rarely said no to anybody. If we needed something, if she didn't have it, she figured out how to get it to us. So um, there was definitely a loss to the family. She was the eldest, I believe, uh, the matriarch at the time. Um, but, you know, rest in peace and I love you. All right, peace. Um, to be honest. I, I don't want to sound dated or, or, or rehash a whole bunch of things that has already been said by people in the past, but like the fight is not over. And the idea that we have come so far where we can rest and just allow shit to take place, you know, is, is stupid. It's just flat out stupid. You know, there's, it, I think in my lifetime, there will never be a day where I'm going to, feel so relaxed with whatever I have accomplished to know that I don't need to push for equality, that I don't need to push for just actual history, correct history to be in the history books or to actually e- examine the world and society, why it operates the way that it operates. I don't, I don't see that ever happening. And and I understand that it always will be something simply because humans have found this natural thing about, uh, about separating itself. And, you know, if one thing I think we we definitely have, have, have heard over and over is that, you know what I'm saying? Your, your people, this, your people, that, and when we settle into, or we look at certain people, we understand like the power they have honestly, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to sound bad, but there's a book that said like, 
and I, I don't think of this of, of all white, white people, but it says like white people have somewhat been a cancer upon this world. They have taken over and abolished, abolished and demolished, you know what I'm saying, systems that didn't look like them so they can have the power. You know what I'm saying? And so it's always going to be something that they're always going to keep. They're always going to want in their favor. And there's always going to be a mm-hmm. struggle. And whoever's going to be on top next after, you know what I'm saying, white people are not in power, then it's going to be another race that's going to feel like, you know what I'm saying, like we, we need to control things and stuff like that. I honestly feel like it's going to be a never-ending story as long as there are humans. There's always going to, unless we all, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, breed with one another and make one race, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I just I just feel like it's always going to be an Trash. issue. <laughs> I'm just knowing. No, I'm just no, saying. BJ's trash. Oh, okay. Why am I trash? He can't even keep his can't, can't keep his words in. He's dying over there right now. I, so that's real. I'm gonna say this: teach your kids, teach your kids, black kids, white kids, yellow kids, uh, red kids, blue kids. Teach your kids, teach your kids what critical race theory and everything else you feel like is a salient point to your community. Why? So when it is approved, because we we shall overcome one day. <laughs> like it's gonna happen. When it happens, your your kids, grandkids can lead or facilitate that conversation that helps us get where we need to be. Um, my next thought is let's examine that sixth the sixth tenet of CRT that says that only people of color are qualified to have this conversation. Or yeah, to, what did it say? To have uh, to speak on behalf of their group. Yeah. The only only we are qualified to speak on behalf of our group, but let's not close the door to hear about why we're hated, why we're oppressed, and get that perspective. The best way to overcome an oppressor is to learn how they think and understand the strategy behind what they do. Open up the door and let them talk. Let them let us help us understand why some of the things are happening the way they're happening. Um, so let's not close the door on that communication to happen, because uh, because in, in in essence we sound we're acting like them. Saying no, we're only going to talk about a certain thing from a certain perspective. So let's 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 open that conversation up to be rounded. Teach your kids at home. Teach, and when I say teach your kids, I ain't necessarily talking about the ones that came biologically from you. Uh, we all grew up in a time where you you the kid on the block. Where you from? Thirty fifth. You got about seventeen mamas. You got mm-hmm. about sixty five uncles and aunties on that block. That it's all of my claiming you teach the babies. And all of my te- yep, all of my teaching. So teach teach your community. Teach your people. And, and let's just uh, let's not wait on somebody to give us permission to to open our minds up. Uh, let's 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 drive that. And also, uh, I'd say, fellas, like y'all should. Um, I listen to audible books. If y'all can get your hands on a copy of uh, The Miseducation of the Negro. I tell I you, I like, especially chapter five and six. <clears throat> who, who wrote it? Man. James Baldwin. Uh, Carter G. Wilson. Damn. Also. I'm thinking of I am not your Negro. I'm going to ask y'all to research and look up uh, James Cone, the father of black uh, liberation theology. Several books out. Check them out. Uh, One of the pointed things he talks about, he says, when it comes down, if you're a Christian, it comes down to there's oppressors and there's oppression. Um, And there's there's oppressors and there's there's those who are oppressed. Um, And God is on one side. He's not on both. Mm. That's a big theory. I, you read it. Read about it, y'all. Check out James Cone. He's the father of black li- black uh, liberation theology. Check him out. 
Yes, Jack. And I'm going to ask y'all to look up <laughs> Kareem Steffens. I won't tell you why, but it's a great book, great read. Y'all should all check it out. Black Panther? Is that, is that what that is? Oh. All right. Oh. So this has been yeah. the 1528 Podcast. This is Sid. BJ. And JT. I love it. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Ah, oh, no, not this week. 15th. Two weeks. First. Whenever we see y'all, we'll be back. <laughs> Bury me in the ocean. Like my ancestors. Jump from the ships. Death! Better than bondage. Kill me. Those ancestors were just uncles now. It wasn't your direct... Wasn't your mama now? Because you wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. <laughs> like I hear him, I do. Like I totally get it. But, uh, we made it, nigga. We made it. We came. We came on over. We came on over. We did. We amistad. You pull an amistad. That's what you do. We're heading. Took the ride. We're heading. Took the ride. Let me get there and then figure this shit out. Right. right. Wait. So have. Have y'all really never uh, read Chris Stephens' book?